Hello, and welcome to the second episode of this podcast, which I haven't really got a name for yet. I suppose as we continue, I'll try to give it some thought and come up with a good podcast name. I'm tempted to just call it Lesbian Slave Island, but the trouble with calling it Lesbian Slave Island is that we're kind of limited to just the one story. And once we run out of Lesbian Slave Island, that name will no longer be relevant if we want to move on to other stories. So I think there is some work to be done there. I need to think of a good title for this podcast, which probably by the time you're listening to this will have been decided and you'll know what the title is. But as of recording this, I don't know what it'll be. So that's a bit of fun. You've got some information that I don't have. Um, What are we doing? Well, we're reading an erotic story by Literotica user Fit and Trim. Um, that's Fit and Trim. And we are on the second chapter, an erotic story called Lesbian Slave Island. I should mention that I haven't read ahead. I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I'm experiencing this at the same time you are, unless you're listening to this again for some reason. Or if you've read ahead, maybe you have read ahead. So that's fun. Uh, If you want to access this story and read ahead, you can do that by going to literotica.com and searching for Fit and Trim. Some more news about the, the platform of Literotica last time. I wasn't sure whether the ratings on the site were out of 5 or 10. Seems that they are out of 5, so the rating for the first part was 4.3. That's actually a very high rating. Um, this next part is it's got an even higher rating of 4.45. So if you enjoyed the last instalment, this is going to be a slight improvement on that. So prepare for enjoyment. Other news, I have also produced a short theme music for this series. I thought it would be kind of fun to put together a little, I suppose, a theme song for it. And I thought it would be good to do one for each story that we get to. So I've done one specific for Lesbian Slave Island and we'll... I'll do a new one for the next story once we get to the end of this run of Lesbian Slave Island. Just a quick recap, because I can see that this follows on directly from uh, where we left off. So our main character, who is as yet unnamed, although from the comments, I think it's clear that their name is Lisa. She is at her house, her girlfriend's house, Um, her girlfriend Helen. And Helen's sister, Sasa, is visiting. Together, they are sitting on the couch, watching some cable TV movies with popcorn. And so things have taken a sexy turn. Lisa is handcuffed and in a kind of crab-type position with her hands behind her back and her stomach horizontal parallel to the floor and acting as a table for the other two to eat buttery popcorn from her tummy. That's the scene that we've been left with and it really really does just uh, in quite a jarring way just jump straight back into it with no introduction to this next chapter. It's just almost as if not a second has passed in between the previous chapter and this chapter. 
Maybe we should read the last sentence of the previous one to launch us into it. The movie faded to the background of our attention, but we pretended to watch as the lovely sisters continued to pour and pick up popcorn from their shining sensual table. So that's the last sentence of the last part. And I think that that is all the things I need to say as a a preamble to this second part. So let's get stuck into the story. Next, Sasa went to the kitchen to get lemonade. Helen looked into my eyes and asked whether I was having fun. I'm the most excited I've ever been, I said. She could tell I wanted to say more, but was hesitating. So she gave me that encouraging smile I love. A question and something embarrassing, I blushed. Helen looked into my eyes and held still. No secrets between us. Tell all. Ask anything. Don't worry. You're safe in all ways. I could feel muscles relaxing, especially in my shoulders, even though I had not noticed tension there. I forced myself not to be shy, returning her gaze as I spoke. Is it really totally fine to play with your sister? And I gulped. And shall we, can we, live out my fantasy tonight? Without hesitation, Helen answered in a clear voice that Sasa surely must have heard from the kitchen. Yes, and yes, Sasa needs to be distracted from boys. You need to experience your dream for real. Therefore, my slave girl. My eyes widened, and I felt crinkly down below. I'll take you as my property. You are to obey every whim. You must obey me, and I order you to turn Sasa on so she forgets about these boys she's been hanging out with who are not good for her. Keep her totally preoccupied with you, and keep me turned on too, my love slave. Yes, mistress, my owner, I said. I had only called her those titles once during lovemaking, after admitting how the concept of her owning me aroused me so incredibly. That night I had told her more than anyone else that it was my fantasy to try being truly owned, actually slave property for a time period, provided I knew it was not for life. Real slave ownership was abhorrent to me, but between responsible lovers, if all conditions and safe words could be used, a limited time period seemed okay to me. Helen nodded while she held my eyes with hers. So, my slave girl, this is it. You're mine. Helen kissed me passionately. Our tongues danced, thrust and sucked. I felt her clothed chest against my bare right breast, and her hand on my naked left side. My heart was pounding madly, and my loins were wet. She pulled back to breathe. That contract idea of yours is a good one. We'll write it out and sign with Sasa as a witness. We can write out the details, such as for how long I own your pretty ass, and what limits there are, and so on. Oh, my owner, I love you, thank you. I puckered my lips to kiss, and she brought her head down for another session of passionate tongue dancing. After a while, we noticed Sasa was hesitating to come in. Catching her breath, Helen waved her in and said it's okay, and that we need to start the contract so we all know what's okay, and this is real in our minds. Helen explained the contract idea and how it would make me seem to be a real sex slave, how we really want this, and it's okay because we know what we're doing. Sasa was fascinated. 
I was uncuffed and soon we were sipping lemonade at the kitchen table, movie forgotten but still making background noise from the other room. I was still naked and the sisters dressed, but I was free to create and reject any ideas for the contract. Of course, since I loved sitting there with my naked chest exposed above the tabletop and my moisture seeping onto the paper towel on my chair, I was inspired to go for it, i.e. to be generous in the contract language. Helen had the brilliant idea to have me handwrite it. Helen and Sasser were impressed I actually composed the opening line myself. I willingly and enthusiastically submit to Helen as her total slave property. The only limitations to her total ownership rights are listed herein. I had boldly chosen to start the contract by requiring any limits to be spelled out rather than list what was allowed. Result, anything not thought of would be allowed. You really want this, don't you? asked Sasser in her musical voice, enhanced by her fascination and excitement, and, as she later shared, also enhanced by her great and deep attraction to me personally, and admiration for my lithe, lean, fit, naked body. I blushed, but said confidently, Yes. I started bullet points of not allowed items. No males. No bleeding. No permanent scars. No alcohol, though limited glasses of wine, okay. Absolutely no drugs, by anyone. And contract terminates when there is no longer any love or caring. Safety first, always. Exercise, nutrition and health, second top priority. I looked at Helen and Sasser both in the eyes to say I'm trusting them and their loving judgement. So I'm trying to keep limits low. I want this to fulfil my dreams, so I want it to feel it's real, and for Helen to feel she really owns a slave girl, as if we were in ancient Rome when it was legal. I also mentioned smilingly that I would not do this at all if it weren't for the safety and loving I feel from them. So, questions I have to start are, for how long, and where shall we do this, and what rights does Sasa have over me? I asked. Sasa turned to her sister. Helen, can we put it in the contract that I also own her? After you, I mean. Like family property. I would be second owner after you. You can do whatever you want, but I have second property rights, and I can't do anything with her that you don't want me to. But, for example, if she and I were alone... Suddenly, Sasa blushed, realising she was admitting she wanted me as a slave girl too. Helen smiled at both of us, pleased and nodding. Absolutely, Sasa. That should be in the contract to be clear. Right, Lisa? I paused and looked at Sasa and somehow felt my fantasies would be only more fulfilled and real and thorough with Sasa fully involved. I was simultaneously afraid and thrilled, knowing I wanted to be so thoroughly a submissive, sensual, fully used, total slave girl to both of them. My voice quaked as I said, yes, very much so, to share my full agreement and submission. And you know a real contract has to have exchange. At least one dollar, I remembered. They looked at each other, and Sasa quickly said the contract should be for the whole summer at least. I nodded, blushing, yes at least, looking at Helen. Helen grinned. Okay, right, this contract shall be in force until noon Labor Day this year, at which time the contract can be renewed if both parties agree. Also write that for the first term of the contract, slaves shall be paid. 
Sasa's brows furrowed prettily as she nudged her older sister. You have to cover her for her time, after all. You just got full access to your fund. Helen glanced at me, seemingly embarrassed. Sasa looked at me. You do know Helen got half her trust fund freed on her birthday, don't you? And that we're kind of rich. I smiled at Helen, both glad for her and strangely simultaneously annoyed and touched that she withheld about her trust fund. Maybe she wanted to be sure I loved her for herself. I knew she was well off, but rich? How rich? I asked softly. Sasa jumped in again. Yeah, she's rich now, and I will be too when I turn 25, she exclaimed in her boisterous open way. I always marvelled at how siblings turn out differently in personality. Okay, hastened Helen. Five thousand. Five thousand dollars at the end of this summer. Of course, all expenses paid. And if she renews on Labor Day for another 365 days, she shall be paid $20,000 at the end of that year. And of course, all room and board included. No living expenses. And no clothes needed, naturally, she winked, glancing at my exposed breasts. I looked at Helen in surprise. $25,000 total? Sasa said, we can do better than that. Helen looked at her in surprise. That's a lot of money, and Lisa will have $25,000 in savings, and even more if she stays my slave. Say, for five years? Then she'll have $105,000 at age 25, more than many people have at age 40. Also, all those living expenses paid, and we'll have to find some place outdoor and private too, and maybe put our careers off so we can enjoy this. I smiled at Helen. Five years? Helen nodded, beaming. Wouldn't it be wonderful? I could only smile, touched by this long-term commitment, something we had not really talked about. Then, Helen almost shyly added, Imagine being my love slave for ten years or longer, and then at the end of any term, if you ever want to stop being owned, you'll be super fit. Maybe you'll even want to get into the fitness industry. Sasser added, Then you'd have 205,000 and investment earnings, but let's not think too far ahead. Still summer first, then annual or six-month renewals. After a silence as we pondered this, I realised I wanted to go for this. I tell you what, I'll have hardly any limits at all, which is my dream anyway, if we can do this most of the time in private outdoorsy places with good weather year-round, and for the summer it's 10,000 and then 30,000 annually. Ah, a negotiator, Helen smiled into my eyes. You know this is quite a commitment and getting expensive. But I want this too. And so do I, exclaimed Sasa. I'll chip in. 40%. I'll pay what I owe when I get my fund. Helen smiled. How about 10000 for the summer and 25000 annually, with chances to earn bonuses? Bonuses sounded interesting. And kinky. We all agreed to this with six-month renewals. My hands trembled slightly as I wrote these amounts out. Just thinking of doing this all summer was arousing enough, but to do it for longer. You know, getting paid makes this seem real somehow. Definitely, I will have to perform and obey. We all looked at one another. Helen added, You're really the totally sensual slave girl you dreamed about, and I think we'll be closer than ever. I nodded. This will remove barriers between us. Direct openness. Helen nodded seriously. Sasa added, it would be cool if we could go somewhere very private for the summer, so the slave could be enjoyed outdoors all the time. Like an island? I asked. 
Yes, Sasa grinned excitedly. That would be great. A warm tropical island. I was getting so aroused. I was trying hard to think how I might regret not putting in any more limits. If this goes on past this summer, there's also the vacation cottage, when other family are not there, said Sasa. Helen nodded. Sasa laughed a little, explaining her laugh to us by pointing to the phrase, slave to the female members of the family that I had included earlier in this section, and mentioning that they have two other sisters, and who knows, maybe their female cousins and even their mother might get into this. Helen waved her hand to show she doubted this. Secretly, I was both afraid and excited by this possibility. What about friends? asked Sasa. I looked at Helen, who returned my stare with a quizzical expression. Okay if they see you naked and tied up? she asked. I paused. Do you have any trustworthy, secret-keeping lesbian or bi friends? I asked. Helen shrugged her shoulders. Shall we leave that out? Hmm. Maybe you can just trust my judgment on it, said Helen. Looking at her and being so aroused, I nodded, smiling in warmth to show I trusted her. That is, I trusted her to keep me both safe and make my exhibitionist, submissive, humiliating, sensual, total slave girl fantasy as exciting as is safely possible. I wondered whether to share that inner thought and decided this was my chance to live this out. So I said that out loud. Wow, said Sasser. Helen nodded. Seems like a lot of responsibility for me, smiled Helen. Sasser jumped in. Oh, I'll be very glad to help you with that, sis, as she looked at my naked breasts. We laughed at that, and the mood became enthusiastic. So, what exactly are your fantasies, Lisa? asked Sasser. We want not only to enjoy you, but also to make sure you're so dripping wet all the time that you'll never want it to end. We laughed again. Sasa leaned over, looked, then touched. I jumped. As soaked as you are now, she said. All eyes sparkled. Well, where do I start? I said. These fantasies all seem to flow from the concept that I'm free of my inhibitions by being powerless, though able to influence, and also made to keep submitting to deeper and deeper levels, and displayed, super fit, super naked, so no body hair or clothes allowed exercised very, very much, perfect vegan nutrition, and an amount of calories to keep me lean and hot. Helen smiled, blushing herself as she raised the question, even though only some were her fantasies of what to do with a slave girl, and most were mine. Lisa, what about specific fantasies, like the stool and the chariot fantasies you told me? I blushed indeed then, looking down, next glancing at Sasa, wondering what she would think. The more I tell you to, the more you'll realise how much I really want to be in these types of situations, and the more you'll feel free to do these to me, and you'll think up even more like them, I whispered, blushing and looking down at my hands. After a silence, they both said they want to help me fulfil my dreams and fantasies to the fullest, and though they will love it too, they know it's for everyone to enjoy, and they'll behave responsibly, and it means some work for them too. That's wonderful, I smiled. I do feel safe with you, and also excited. I wonder whether they notice my hands trembling a little. What I meant is that, would you think me perverted if I told you all my dreams? And if you knew the depths of my fantasies? I am somewhat scared that you will know what I crave in my deep dreams and actually make me live this out. First, firmly stated Helen, nothing you can tell me would make me think you're perverted. After all, we want to enjoy you as a sex slave, and that would make us perverted too. 
Forget that word. It doesn't apply, because we understand that these are expressions of your wonderful, fantastic sexuality and superb imagination. Sasa nodded vigorously. This is all only wonderful and beautiful. You are giving us erotic bliss, and we are giving it to you too. Helen looked at her younger sister. Nicely said, Sasa. As for the second, are you saying you're afraid to go through with this? Um, no, not with you, I said. What I mean is, I guess, when I fantasise about certain situations, I just about lose my mind with lust. If you do these types of things with me, though with love and admiration at the same time, I feel I will want to truly submit myself utterly, while at the same time your imaginations will cook up more, and you will feel uninhibited yourselves to do a lot, as you realise how much I love it deep down, even when sometimes it will be hard for me. Even though you will be ordering me, you will still be polite, right? Helen and Sasa silently nodded. We are good people, just erotic, like you. Sasa softly asked, Please, tell some of your fantasies now. Right now, it would make me hotter simply to kneel and kiss and lick your hands and feet, I said. It would make me feel humiliated, but somehow, oh so wet. You are taking control of your property? A way to start, even though I am humiliated to admit and do this. Do it, urged Sasa, with her excited eyes. On your knees, here. Lick my fingers. Oh, this is so embarrassing, I moaned, as I felt myself in a daze, sliding off the chair to the floor. I was glad for the moment that Helen did not have a clear view, as if in a dream I blushed and kneeled, and began kissing her sister's lovely raised hand. Soon I was sucking her fingers. At first I did not know what to do with my hands, but then I held my naked firm thighs, and remembering my dream of being exposed, I spread my knees wide. I could sense Sasa's gaze upon my hairless, moist, open loins. Now my feet, she said. I whimpered in humiliation, partly because I was doing this before even signing the contract. I wanted to masturbate intensely, but held back, realising this might be the most challenging part of fulfilling my fantasies. As a fantasy, I could always relieve my awakened needs. As living the fantasy, I would be denied this freedom, and be ever more in lust. This thought made me feel even more between my legs. This is fun and sensual, said Sasa, with a breathless, aroused hint to her voice. Helen took my chair, and so sat also quite close, but behind me. My turn, slave girl, smiled Helen. I turned to see her hands held out. I smiled with love at her, and began licking, then sucking. Our eyes met, and held. My owner, may I speak? I asked, holding her gaze. Yes, slave girl, she said. This will really happen, won't it? And you will take me as your slave property, to care for and fully use? I asked. Yes, I will. Become my love slave, she replied. Yes, my owner, I said. My voice quavered as I continued to meet her gaze. This was incredible. I lowered my face to her feet and shamefully sucked and licked. Sasa sighed. This is so beautiful and hot. Helen added, and will you obey Sasa too, second only to me? She also owns you, but I am first owner. Without being asked, I knew what to do. I began licking and sucking her feet and saying, yes, you are my owners. Take me and take care of me. I give my love and body and sensuality to you. My duty is your arousal and sensual needs. Sit up on my lap and finish the contract, lovely slave, breathed Helen. I sat on her lap and Sasa told me to sit with legs on either side of Helen's. So there I perched, legs splayed wide, 
my almost steaming sexual centre wide open. You look delicious, said Sasa musically as she stared right at my most intimate parts, displayed for her viewing pleasure and my simultaneous arousal and humiliation. What other limits? asked Helen. I want to trust you, I said. I've wrote some things like, no calling me a swear word, but they could use such words otherwise, and that the laws of the land still applied for my safety, nothing where I would be arrested. The principles were my being exposed, and sensual, and loved, and admired, and aroused, and my fantasies created in reality. I stopped writing limits, and thanked them for making this possible. And though I was scared, I was also thrilled, and felt more alive than ever, and thanked them in advance for fulfilling my fantasies. They thanked me for fulfilling their new ones. We each signed, feeling the importance of the moment. I was told to sit with my knees extremely wide up on the stool, facing them, and to open up about more of my fantasies. To be continued. Well, that was an incredibly detailed bit of information about the drawing up of the contract. I didn't expect it to be, you know, quite so in-depth about the remuneration for being the slave. I didn't expect that. I thought this was going to be just a kind of informal slave fantasy rather than an actual contract. This is kind of taking it to the next level. But I guess that's kind of part of the fantasy that the slave owners are rich. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that is traditional slavery. It seems like quite a good deal in, in a way. If you were doing an, a normal job and you got paid 105 grand for five years and you had all of your expenses paid and also you got to live on a private island, that would be quite a good package because that's all that's all money in the savings account then that's you're not going to have to spend anything on housing or food or any of your bills or general necessities so i i don't know whether you could really call this slavery also i like to think that there was still quite a lot of butter on her tummy after having acted as a table for the latter part of the last chapter no mention of a clean up there so all of this has been going on while She's covered in butter. Perhaps that adds something for you to know that if you're somebody who's really into their dairy. Let's have a little look at some of the comments. There's nine comments. CEK127 says, So hot and lovely. I've savoured only the first two chapters, but I'm so drawn into the story and I'm picturing myself as Lisa and submitting to Helen and Sasser. I eagerly anticipate reading the remaining chapters. Thank you for creating this wonderful, exciting storyline. Mwah! gives a little kiss at the end there that's nice um anonymous with a little bit of praise just as very good i would like to see them involve the slave's mother have sex in the mother's house and slowly show her where the daughter's new loyalty rests yeah i it's i mean i didn't really consider that actually the kind of there's an incest element to this story that is expanding quite rapidly <laughs> um I didn't see that coming. It didn't even occur to me, actually, in the first story that those two are Helen and Sasa are sisters. So there's already a pretty strong element of familial weirdness there, adding to the taboo of the situation. 
And I think that's that's only going to increase as we add more family members to the mix. Dumpington again. Aha! A regular commenter and reader of the series says, what a great idea for a story. I kind of wish I'd thought of this first. I love the slave contract. I like the way her new owners enjoy looking at her body, especially when Helen orders her to sit on her lap and calls her a pretty slave. It's so much better than those lesbian slave stories that are all about angry owners who only want to punish their girls. I think that's nice too. And I think Dumpington has some quite good insights. I think it is nice that this is quite a a sex positive story in a way there's a lot of detail in that contract about respecting boundaries and being kind to one another and making this a positive experience rather than something scary and uh, i guess uh, quite i mean when you think of a slave that's quite a uh, quite a negative thing to experience to be a slave and it kind of conjures up quite a I would I'd say maybe a, a quite a dangerous power dynamic where there's almost a kind of bullying aspect to it but it really seems like Lisa Sasser and Helen are drawing up a contract to be quite nice to each other and to, to do things in a way which is respectful and quite nice really you know just about kind of making each other feel good and I, and I think that's a good thing for Dumpington to have pulled out and I, I like that about this story too I think it is a refreshing change from a slave story where perhaps there was a bit more of a cruel mean slave owner laying the punishment down Oh, another comment from Mistress Silver, who we had a comment from last time. She says, Slave contract, very amusing, all caps. I can tell that you've put a lot of thought into Lisa's slave contract because it's very well written, and I'm giving the story another five stars. But the very thought of a slave contract or an agreement with any slave is amusing. The only contract or agreement I make with a slave is very simple. She will do everything I say, and as her reward, I will cane her ass until she is screaming two exclamation marks at the end of that sentence. Afterwards, I will give her the opportunity to please me once again, and there's nothing more pleasing than her licking me to orgasm in front of an audience of dominant sadistic lesbians. That's from Mistress Silver. Sounds like she's a bit more of a an angry owner, the kind that Dumpington was talking about. I, I think I would rather be a slave to Helen and Sasa rather than to Mistress Silver. She sounds quite domineering. A comment from Rover5520. A beautifully, exquisitely written story. Please write more. Yeah, please do. And there is plenty more. There's another 16 episodes to come. 16 installments. Another comment from Dryhill, regular commenter, who says, all caps, fantastic. Goes on to say, would they like an aging male slave who would be satisfied in just serving them with his tongue? If so, please let me know where this island is. Well, no, Dryhill. clearly stipulated within the contract that there would be no men involved. No men invited. This is a lesbian slave island um, for women only. Uh, a couple of comments from anonymous people. One who says, please continue. So hot, so hot. Hope the island is full of dominant women, especially older ones, getting their way with this young sex slave. Okay, it looks like somebody is calling out for the mother to get involved there. And second anonymous comment there just says, more please. And soon, all caps. Chapter 2 was frustrating, but I'm sure needed to get to the juicy parts. Can't wait! Exclamation point. Well, some good comments there, and I think some useful insights from the usual suspects. I, I guess let's wrap it up with a reminder that story was written 
by an author called Fitton Trim. You can find it on literotica.com. You can search for the author name Fitton Trim. That's with an N. It looks like about a third of the people who started reading the first part of the story, which had almost 400,000 readers. Now, this second part only has 102.7 thousand readers. So quite a, quite a few people read the first part. And I, you know what? I think it was probably people looking to get their rocks off quite quickly. And that first part was there was a lot of setup, some mild titillation, but nothing too climactic. So possibly some people expecting a little bit more, perhaps too frustrated to keep reading onto this second part, which also didn't get too explicit. We got bogged down in a lot of contract detail there and a lot of just general admin concerns. So we'll see how things progress in the third instalment, in the, in the third part of this story. But so far, not too explicit. Well, that's a pretty thorough review of the situation. And I hope you've enjoyed this second part. We'll be coming back for a third part, of course, very soon. In any case, that's going to be the end of the recording. So take it easy and see you on the next one. Helen and Sasser silently nodded. We are good people, just erotic, like you. <laughs> Helen and Sasser silently nodded. We are good people, just erotic, like you. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs>